Hello, greetings and welcome to another episode of Being Healthy the Shaolin Way. Now today we're going to discuss the placebo effect and whether it's actually real or not. But we start off with defining the placebo effect. The placebo effect is a phenomenon in which treatment or medication that has no therapeutic effect produces a perceived or actual improvement in a patient's condition due to the patient's belief or expectation that the treatment will be effective. This effect can be observed in both physical and psychological symptoms. Placebo treatments can include dummy pills, saline injections, or, to be honest, sham procedures, too. The placebo effect is an important consideration in the design and interpretation of clinical trials as it can influence the perceived effectiveness of a treatment being studied. Now, is the placebo effect real? It's a real phenomenon that has been widely observed and studied in medical research. There's a significant body of evidence from controlled clinical trials there's a significant body of evidence from controlled clinical trials and other studies that demonstrate the existence of the placebo effect. For example, in many drug trials, patients who receive a placebo treatment report improvements in their symptoms that are similar to those reported by patients who receive the active drug. Studies have also found that the placebo effect can be influenced by factors such as the color and shape of a placebo pill, the way it is, it is administered, and the patient's expectations and belief about the treatment. Therefore, placebo effect is real and it has real effects on the patients. Now, in terms of how does the placebo effect work, well, the exact mechanism by which the placebo effect does it are not fully understood, but research suggests that it may involve a complex interplay of psychological, physiological, and neurobiological processes. One theory is that the placebo effect is related to the release of endorphins, which are natural pain-relieving chemicals produced by the body. The expectation or belief that a treatment will be effective may trigger the release of endorphins, leading to a reduction in pain and other symptoms. Another theory is that the placebo effect is related to the power of suggestion and the influence of the patient's beliefs and expectations on their perception of their symptoms. The expectation that a treatment will be effective may alter the patient's perception of their symptoms, leading them to experience a reduction in pain or other symptoms. Additionally, it's believed that the placebo effect is related to the brain's ability to regulate the body, called the top-down control of the body and mind, where the brain, through learned response, can influence the body's physiology. In summary, the Placebo effect is a complex phenomenon that may involve a combination of psychological, physiological, and neurobiological processes, and the exact mechanism by which it works is not yet fully understood. Now, why is belief considered so important to the placebo effect? Belief is an important factor in the placebo effect because it can influence a person's expectations and perception of their symptoms. Research has shown that the placebo effect is closely related to a person's expectations and beliefs about a treatment. For example, if a, if a person believes that a sim- treatment will be effective, they are more likely to experience a reduction in their symptoms than if they do not believe the treatment will be effective. Additionally, the expectations and beliefs can also influence the release of certain chemicals in the brain, such as endorphins, as I said before, which can lead to reduction in pain or other symptoms. Furthermore, 
belief can affect also affect the way a person processes information and experiences their symptoms. For example, if a person believes the treatment will be effective, they may be more likely to focus on improvements in their symptoms and ignore any negative side effects, leading to an overall perceived improvement in their condition. Now, how does the power of suggestion work in the placebo effect? The power of suggestion refers to the influence of a person's beliefs, expectations, and suggestions on their perceptions and experiences. In the context of the placebo effect, the power of suggestion relates to the influence that a person's belief or expectation that a treatment will be effective and how much it has on their perception of their symptoms. Research has shown that the power of suggestion can play a significant role in the placebo effect. For example, in a, clinic, in a clinical trial, if a person is told that they will receive a treatment that is expected to be effective, they may report improvements in their symptoms, even if the tr treatment is actually a placebo, dummy pill, saline injection, and so forth, with no active ingredients. The power of suggestion can work through different mechanisms. Classical conditioning, where a person learns to associate a certain stimulus with a particular response. Social influence can also affect the placebo effect, where a person's belief and behaviors are influenced by the attitudes and behaviors of others. Expectancy bias is a kind of critical to the power of suggestion. It's where a person's expectations can shape their perception and interpretation of the information. Does the placebo effect have results that are equivalent to medical intervention, which is a critical question. I'm sure you'll agree to that. The placebo effect can produce a perceived or actual improvement in a patient's condition, but the magnitude of the effect is usually smaller than the effect of an active medical intervention, and it varies depending on the condition and the outcome measure. Some studies have shown that the placebo effect can produce similar results to medical interventions for certain conditions, such as pain and depression, while other studies have found that the placebo effect is less pronounced for other conditions, such as cancer and heart disease. It is also worth noting that the placebo effect doesn't necessarily imply that the patient's condition has been cured or treated, but rather that their symptoms have been alleviated to a certain extent. Additionally, Placebo treatment should not be used as an alternative to, to medical treatments, especially proven medical treatments, as it is not always safe and may delay or prevent the patient from receiving appropriate medical care. Now, is depression one area that the placebo effect does work? Depression is one of the areas where the placebo effect has been well-documented. Studies have shown that placebo treatments can produce similar improvements in symptoms as active antidepressants in patients with depression. Let me repeat that line. Studies have shown that placebo effects can produce similar improvements in symptoms as active antidepressants in patients with depression. For example, in clinical trials of antidepressant drugs, patients who receive a placebo treatment often report a reduction in their symptoms that is similar to the reduction reported by patients who receive the active drug. However, the magnitude of the placebo effect is usually smaller than the effect of an active antidepressant, and it may not be sufficient to produce a full remission of symptoms in all cases. It's worth noting 
that the placebo effect in depression may also be related to the power of suggestion and the influence of the patient's expectations and belief about the treatment. The mere act of receiving a treatment, even if it is a placebo, may provide a sense of hope and optimism for the patient, which in turn can influence the patient's perception of their symptoms. Additionally, it is important to note that depression is a complex condition that requires proper diagnosis and treatment. While the placebo effect may be observed in some patients with depression, it's not a substitute for active medical treatment, and people with depression should seek appropriate care. And it's true that the magnitude of the placebo effect is usually smaller than the effect of an active antidepressant. This concludes today's episode of Being Healthy the Shaolin Way. And tune in tomorrow when we explore another facet of this. And and if you'd like to learn more about the monks of the Shaolin Temple, go to shaolintempleus.net. Until next time, I wish you namaste.